Hey family, this is Pastor Jeremy Sutton from Lifehouse Fellowship Church. want to welcome you to the Light of the Southwest TV program. We're so honored to come into your homes. What a privilege it is. I have a wonderful guest, and you've known him because he, he's been here with me before. But would you welcome with me Pastor Thomas Buckley. Hey, how are hey, you? Pastor Thomas, thank you for being here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Man, oh, man, oh, it seems like God's doing some wonderful things in your life. Yes. Uh, we had church service today. Man, and the we Holy had <laughs> And the Holy Ghost was just so um, prevalent yes. and, and moving within our services. And uh, you were just behind those keys leading us into worship, and it was just a spectacular time to be in God's presence. Amen. Ushering in, you know, the the gifts uh, of the Spirit, and and, uh, and I would want to talk a little bit about that today, but um, welcome to people, and we'll get going. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for having me. It's good to see all of you again. It's been a couple months since I've been here last, Yeah, and, uh, and I, I trust that God is doing amazing things in your life, um, and that, uh, that you are being blessed, and uh, He keeps on continually taking me on a journey of faith and of trust, and I know that's with, uh, with all of us, yeah. uh, but just great things are happening in the kingdom. I was, uh, when we was walking in here to shoot this program, I heard the Lord just bring up out of my heart divine connections. Yes. For just this, you know, how God brings people into your life for seasons and reasons. Right. And those, uh, those, uh, those divine connections are, are to help you go places, to help you in the season and times that you're in. And, and I was just thanking God for you. And I just yeah. wanted you to know how Aww. thankful we are here at Lifehouse Fellowship and then Midland and Odessa and the surrounding uh, communities that are, even those that are watching, thankful for the gift of God to the body of Christ of Brother Thomas Buckley. So, wow. Amen. You know, Amen. Uh, Psalm 62 talks a little bit about... Uh, that I, I want to pull that Psalm 62 verse 1 this is what it says um, hear my cry O Lord attended to my prayer from the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed lead me to the rock that is higher than I sometimes I think we get into this place where our, our focus is on me 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 yeah and the Lord says there's, a, there's, another, there's another way of doing things. Sure. There's another foundation that we need to build our lives upon. And that rock is higher than anything that I could ever bring to the table. When I put my faith and I put my hope and trust in him, I'm going to build on a, a firm foundation, that rock that high, the rock that is higher than I. That's amazing. And, and uh, so I'm so thankful because on that rock, when you do it God's way, you get God's results, right? Absolutely. Every and time. so uh, those results bring forth great fruit, uh, great relationships, divine appointments. It's just, it's fun doing it God's yes, way. Absolutely. Yes. You know, we, you and I, we connected several years ago with uh, someone that you guys all know on GLC program. Uh, Pastor Woody Robinson yes. of Rock of Ages Church in Dallas, Texas. And Pastor Woody had, was doing a men's retreat and uh, invited us to come and 
invited you to come, and I had no idea who you were. Right. Uh, talk I, a little and, bit about that. I had no idea who you were. <laughs> so, uh, of all places, Midland, Texas, right, and uh, Oklahoma City, right. We met in uh, Stratford, Oklahoma. <laughs> Stratford. Uh, you'll have to look that up. You yeah. have to Google that. Um, there's a grocery store and a barbecue place. <laughs> Uh, both very good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so through a mutual friend who I've known since I was 18 or 19 years old, uh, who's been very impactful in my life, mm. um, who's been a father figure slash big brother to me uh, throughout ministry, um, somebody who uh, calls me and asks me two questions. Every time he calls me, he says, uh, hey, how you doing? I'm like, it's great. And he says, well, how you doing? And uh, the second question is, how you, you do, do it? it? <laughs> and so there's always, you need to have somebody in your life like that, that yeah. can, that, that's, it, it want, wonders how you're doing, but then is, was very invested in how you're doing. That's so good. And so he said, uh, hey, I want you to come to this, con uh, this men's conference. Nobody's going to be there. Yeah. There's going to be like 10 guys. Yeah. And, uh, but will you come? I said, well, absolutely. <coughs> and so, uh, mm. I went there, uh, brought my keyboard, yeah. and I think at that point he had waited to tell me that you were going to be there right. until that point. And he says, "By the way, this is Pastor Jeremy. He's gonna. He brought his guitar. He's gonna sit in with you." Yeah. Um, so I don't know you. You don't know me. Right. I don't know if you can play the guitar. Even though <laughs> I mean, I know you brought it, but I don't know if you can play the guitar. Right. Uh, and so we're, we have this little dynamic where we're like, "Okay, here we go." And so we start worshiping, and it was just that divine appointment, yeah. that, that connection. And uh, we went through worship. I spoke. Uh, we had dinner together with the guys, and I left. Yeah. And that was it. And uh, did not know that three times later I'd be sitting here yet again uh, watching, watching you watch me. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, being here on this program, but more than that is having a relationship with you and your family and your church yeah. uh, that I didn't know was even on the rad my radar. Right. But the great thing about God is his radar is much bigger than ours. Yes. And so it took me and you getting invited by a mutual friend right. to go to uh, a great men's conference yeah. for those 10 guys, but I... I don't think I was there for the men's conference. Right. I don't think you were there for the men's conference. We were there to meet each other. That's right. And have a relationship with each other. And so it's just been, it's been fun seeing that, uh, that connection. And then how... Yeah, connecting the dots. Yes. We, we talked earlier about how the circle... Yes. Full cir some things are for full circle. And some prophetic people in your life, prophetic voices in your life, have also been prophetic voices in my life. Yeah. Uh, some people that you've known forever, I've actually known for, for a long time also, and just never knew of each other. Right. But uh, kind of uh, like Noemi and Ruth, right. there was such a time as this yeah. that maybe it wouldn't have worked out exactly. 10 years previous or right. five years previous or whatever. But for such a time as this, uh, there's a connection. I think it's, it's one of those amazing things to see God at work Sometimes when we have to look back on it to see God work. Exactly. But in, in the moment also to be aware, God's doing something. That I don't know what he's doing, but he's doing something. He's doing something. And even as you are watching this broadcast today, I want you to know that God is doing something. 
He is on the move. God is not silent concerning your situation. God is not silent concerning what you're going through. God is not, he, 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 he cares. He really does care. And he's about the details. And some of you right now, I feel in my heart to tell you that God is concerned about you. He loves you. And you are on his mind. That's how wonderful Abba is. That's how wonderful Daddy is. Yes. And we can call him that. Yes. Yes. You know, I, I was, uh, Thomas, you may not know this about me, but my dad was a first-year graduate out of Rama Bible Training Center. Mm. And, uh, of course, my grandfather, we have a long lineage of, and heritage of faith. Uh, over 44 of us in the ministry in my family. Wow. 22 full-time pastors. It's, it's just pretty remarkable. Yeah. I think when I was born, there wasn't a hammer in my hand or a football in my hand. There was a Bible. Yes. You, you know, yes. say this is what you know, you're called to do. Right. And, you know, Grandma would prophesy and speak over me, and Grandpa would pray over me, and aunts and uncles, they would do what they do, just, just believe in the best and, and just, just pouring in. But as a, young, as a young man, my parents divorced. And in that divorce, there was a lot of questions in my life personally, like, what am I going to do? You know, uh, how, how do I fulfill a call? Who am I really? I know what they say, right. but what about you, Lord? I, I, I know what you say. How is that ever going to come to pass? How is yeah. that ever going to uh, come to, to a place of realization in my life? Because I see it in others, and I've watched it, God's plan fulfilled and unfold in the lives of others. But me? Yeah. Especially after my parents divorced, and, you know, you, you pray, and, Lord, would you bring my family back together? Would you bring my family back together? Would you, you know, and it just doesn't work. Right. And, and, uh, and I, I just over time, I came to this realization that I had to, uh, you know, if it's going to get done, Jeremy's got to do it. Sure. You, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of taking this bull by the horn, so to speak. And, and, uh, now I had to here here recently I've come to the uh the just the revelation of I don't have to do it all. Yeah. And you you've told, I've heard your testimony. Yeah. And I think it's so important that people hear your testimony because it's a powerful testimony. And those of you that are watching, I uh, you may have a testimony. You may have something that's been stirring in your heart. How is God going to do? How is God going to use me? How is how is going to use me to to be a light uh, to the people I'm called to? And I'm here to tell you, if you'll surrender uh, to His plan, surrender to His will. We're talking. This show was called "The Light of the Southwest." This is not just Jeremy Sutton being a light or or Thomas Buckley being a light. This is about the body of Christ. You that are watching in the hotel room, you that are watching out in the rural parts of West Texas, God wants to use you right where you're at. Talk a little bit about your testimony and what God did there. Okay. So, uh, wow. Uh, you just told the preacher to keep it to five minutes, and that's... that's <laughs> you don't that's, have to keep it to five minutes, my so, brother. So uh, it, it's, 
it's one of those things where uh, I've grown up in church. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, so I'm half Filipino and half Irish. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so I love food, but I'm really angry about it. Um, but the, the thing is, is that uh, both of those are historically Catholic yeah. people. Okay. So I grew up uh, with the knowledge, uh, my knowledge of Jesus uh, was a huge statue in my grandmother's house uh, that really turned scary at night because of the shadows. Oh, right, right. Uh, but this huge statue of Jesus on, on a throne and, <laughs> and uh, you know, just the old school blue-eyed, brown-haired Jesus and, <laughs> and pale skin and all that stuff like that. And uh, I, I knew of the priests and the water and, and, and so I knew of church. Yeah. I knew of church. Um, when I was 15 years old, I went to youth camp. I went to a denominational youth camp that was very charismatic. And so like I, I went, got saved, yeah, got saved and it was incredible. And uh, came home, got filled with the Holy Spirit in my, my local church and it was incredible. So I tell you that to tell you that the rest of that time before and after I was in a very abusive family situation. Um, and so I had this, uh, two sides of this coin, where one side was, I loved going to church, yeah, um, and wow, like, that lady's running a, around the room, that's, just, that's incredible, like, yeah. she, yeah, you know, she is not hitting anybody, that's, wow, that's awesome, and then, you know, the Holy Spirit, and people getting healed, and I, 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 I remember all of that stuff as a kid, uh, at the same time, knowing that once this is over, I've got to go home, and it's not going to be like this, it's right. going to be rough. And uh, don't even have time <laughs> to get into all of that. But just know that I, we went through a lot of physical things, uh, psychological things, um, uh, and, and just having to navigate, uh, okay, I'm hearing about this amazing God on Sunday and Wednesday. Yeah. And how amazing a father he is. Right. But then not having that father at home. Uh, and having a questionable father figure and having uh, a father figure that did not match with the heavenly father that I'm learning about as a 13, 14, 15 year old. Yeah. And so um, what was amazing is I got filled with the Holy Spirit uh, coming back from youth camp and, uh, and immediately knew I would go into ministry. Uh, even though the people at home said that you're, you would never, there's absolutely no way that you'll ever do that. You're wow. socially awkward. Uh, you don't look people in the eye. Uh, you're, you know, just a skinny kid. Uh, you, I looked like an olive on a toothpick back in the day because <laughs> I had a really big head and a skinny body. And uh, it's just not, it's not the glamorous, you know, story of an up-and-coming evangelist, you know? And so, of course, I would be like, but the traveling, the traveling evangelist that came to the church prophesied over me and said, you're going to go around the world. Yeah. But then I'd go home and they'd say, there's no way. Yeah. No, there's no way. Absolutely not. So uh, we're talking about connections today. And, yeah. and, and it, was, it was me getting connected into, okay, is God true or is my circumstance true? Come on. Now, my circumstance was real. Right but it wasn't true. There's a difference. Subject to change. L listen, 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 listen. <laughs> it's good. You, you may be going through something that's real, but it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. 
talk on that for a little bit. Because like I was going through abuse. That was real. Yeah. That was real. Yeah. People were telling me, no, you will not do all those things. That was not true. That was not true. Yeah. Now, so what, what did I believe? I, for a long time, believed the untruth. I believed the bad report. Right. I believed I'm just going to be this awkward kid. I'm yeah. just going to have these issues. I'm going to suffer in silence. I'm just going to be damaged. I'm going to be broken. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to go to church for two hours on a Sunday and a Wednesday, and those are the only two hours that I'm not getting hit. Those are the only two hours that I, I'm not getting told something negative about me. Yeah. Uh, and so I love going to church. But my reality was, uh, this isn't real. This can't be real because at home, I'm not getting supported like this. Yeah. And so I had to figure out the difference of what was real and what was true. My reality said, you're abused and you're broken. I get that. There's people out there that are listening that... that, that that uh, now we have a great audience that that goes to church and that are faith people and that are right. believers. But I, I'm respectfully, I'm not talking to you right now. <laughs> I'm talking to those that just accidentally got on this program. I'm talking to somebody who uh, is at a relative's house and they happen to have it on and that's the only thing that they're watching. Yeah. And you happen to be in the room. Listen to me. Your reality doesn't have to be the truth. Your your abuse doesn't have to be your truth because the truth is. God is bigger than all of that. Your truth is, if you understand what the word is trying to do and you understand that your dad uh, in, in reality may not have been the man that he was supposed to be, but your father in heaven is that and all and, and, and everything else and so much more. And God has never failed me. God has never not showed up for something. God has never told me that I couldn't. God has never said you're just gonna be broken. In fact, he said, be broken all you want, I've got it. Yeah. I've got the rest. Come on. And so here I am, like I said, I'm half Filipino and, and my grandmother would always tell me, you know, you have to go to the Philippines. You have to go there and see the family. I was like, well, how would I ever go? Like this, yeah. this skinny little kid that, you know, it, it, it cannot do anything, evidently, he, you know, cause he's told right and left, you're not good at this and you're not good at that. Um, I stood in the Philippines and the first time that I went on a missionary's trip was to the Philippines and I went there and the black and white albums that I had in my grandma's house turned to color. Wow. And I stepped off the plane and I stepped up onto a stage and I went to speak my first word and God said, I told you so. And, and I cried. Yeah. They thought something was wrong with me the first time I was there because I just, I couldn't start. I just yeah. started crying because it was like God spoke very clearly. Uh, I did this. I connected you. Wow. Uh, where you didn't think that there was going to be a way, yeah. uh, I made a way for you. Wow. And that kid that was told, you can't, and you won't, and you never will, yeah. is still standing here today, having done everything that God has told him he could do. And not, not to be prideful, but I've been to the Philippines multiple times, been to Portugal, been to Africa. Uh, I've been uh, to Mexico. I've been all around the, this country yeah. preaching the gospel and never thought I would because I, for a long time, chose to believe in what was real but not in what was true. And so, uh, you know, we, 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 we go back and, and we've talked because of lunch and, and, and yeah. after fellowship that how different people that we're connected with and, and I ha it's amazing to me, like, like I said before, the prophetic voices that you had in your life have been prophetic voices in my life. Wow. And so God always has this way 
of reminding you, uh, do you want to be in control or do you want me to be in control? <laughs> and and the, the human part of us says, I've got this. Yeah. And the child of God in me says, but I need you to take this. Yeah. Uh, and I stand here, I, I'm sitting here with you today, having learned at 45 years old that uh, I cannot control this. Right. Because when I've tried, it has slowed down <laughs> The process. <laughs> the, the process and the progress. Yeah. And so, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't think I would be working for Lowe's like I am. Right. I, I am assistant manager at Lowe's in Yukon, Oklahoma. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, and, I, I, you know, I'm an evangelist. Yeah. I, there's no, I, I should be on the road. And uh, <clears throat> I, I shouldn't be working retail. Right. And, no, God has plans for me. And then COVID happened. Yeah. And nothing was open except for Walmart and Lowe's. Churches weren't open. Nobody was calling an evangelist. Everybody, I had to go, I went to work. And, and it, it was funny uh, now, it wasn't funny then, but they were like, okay, we're gonna promote you. And I'm like, no, <laughs> don't, don't promote me because I'm going out on the road when this is all over with. I, yeah. I, I, I need to be, be back on the road again. And, uh, but right now, I guess it's okay because I'll, I'll stay here until COVID's over. And you know, uh, as we all know, COVID, lasted a lot longer and, and we're still dealing with that kind of stuff but yeah. but the lockdowns lasted a lot longer than we thought and they kept on promoting me and giving me more money yeah and, and more benefits and i'm like stop <laughs> <laughs> i'm an evangelist i need to be on the road stop stop giving me more money now, you understand how funny that is right and and every step of the way god was connecting me yeah. and god was aligning me ask me about that later the difference of connection and alignment and 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 I didn't realize it until a couple of years into now me being an associate uh, assistant manager at Lowe's yeah. uh, that I can look back and go, okay, this is my church. Yeah. This, is, this is where I'm supposed to be. Right. See, my plan, my reality was I'm an evangelist. Right. I need to be on the road. I need to be traveling. Yeah. My truth was, God said, your truth is here. You are still going to minister here, in the workplace, in the marketplace. So I deal with I deal with kids right out of high school that work for us. I deal with twenty somethings that are in college that work for us. I deal with elderly people that work for us. I deal with uh, single moms and single dads. So I have a youth ministry. Yeah. I have a single adult <laughs> ministry. I have a senior adult ministry. I have I all of that is there. And I don't have to travel outside even my city because I'm dealing with my city. Right. So do I want to do my reality? Do I want to go back on the road because I think I'm an, an evangelist and I think I know what I should be doing with my life? Right. Or right. do I want to settle with what God is, what's God's truth? And God's truth says, if you'll shut up. <laughs> if you'll just shut up. Yeah. I'm showing you yeah. how many people you can get connected to here. Yeah, you're an assistant manager. Great, good for you. And, and I, I'm blessed by that. Uh, I'm talking to my store manager now. I'm blessed by that. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. But like, but like, I, I've got. I'm on salary. I have uh, benefits. All that's a blessing. Yeah. But I'm connected there for a reason. It's not just to work retail. It's not just, right. uh, just to because me being an evangelist failed. Yeah. No, it's it's God saying, okay, that that that's what you thought your reality was, but this is what I want your truth to be. Yeah. Can you minister right here? Can you be an effective ministry? If I take, if COVID takes church away, right? If COVID takes freedom away, 
freedom to travel, freedom to right. do all that stuff. And you just have to stay right here. Can you still be an evangelist? Can you still be a minister? And uh, it's, I struggled a long time with that. Because, because inside of me is still the nine-year-old abused kid that says, you can't do that. Right. They're not going to accept you like that. Exactly. You, so that's my rea- that was my reality that still kind of jumps up every once in a while. They're not going to accept you like that. They're not gonna, they don't need you to be a pastor to them. They need you just to be a good manager. Yeah. But my truth is, I'm I am choosing to thrive where God planted me. Yes. And I'm not going to pull up roots and try to get into somebody else's garden. Right. I'm going to grow right here. Yeah. And I'm going to do what I do, and I'm going to do it how God wants me to do it. So do I still get to travel? Absolutely. Because I'm here. I'm yeah. here in Midland, Texas. Yeah. And 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 I get to travel and I get to do all those things, not as much as I did before. But by whose metric am I a success? Right. Just because I'm not out every week? Right. So I'm not as successful anymore? No, I'm doing exactly what God wants me to do. So good. <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, Brother Thomas, that is such an inspiration. Because I think there are a lot of people, they have, a, they have the five-year plan, the 10-year plan. And then when things don't go the way they want it to go, they it just... They just don't know what to do. Right. Because it doesn't fit their plan. Yeah. Doesn't fit their agenda. And, and and I think when you get a revelation of who daddy is, yeah. of who Abba is, that becomes a that starts changing and you ebb and flow and you shift and you move into the the place. Yes. Perfect alignment, right? Yeah. I was thinking about as you're talking, and it just a wonderful, wonderful. Uh, story in my own personal life. When I moved here to Midland, Texas in 2005, uh, we came down here to help start a church of another work. And in that starting of that work, <clears throat> I, I, didn't, I always thought I was going to be in Oklahoma City or Lubbock, Texas. I never thought uh, I'd ever move to Midland, Texas wasn't even on my radar. And my uncle said, would you go? And, and of course, me and Tanya, we talked and we prayed and we knew the Lord was shifting us and moving us, but we didn't know where. Yeah. You know, location is everything. Absolutely. Right? You know, you got to be right uh, perfect place. And, and I remember coming down here in that season and just driving around Odessa, West Odessa, going all the way down to Fort Stockton, driving over to Big Lake. Going up to Big Spring, La Mesa, over to Andrews. I just wanted to know the layout of the of the the territory where I could possibly be moving my family to. Right. And uh, I ended up at an intersection on 191 in 1788. And I looked over to my west, to my right side, as I was <clears throat> looking. There was a church there. And I said to myself, if I could be anywhere in this region, I would want, that would be a great location. Now, fast forward, what is that now? That was 2005, uh, almost 20 years, yeah. 18 years. God brought divine connection for divine alignment. And we are now in that location where I said in 2005, 
if I could be anywhere, that would be an amazing spot. Yeah. How, how that all comes about, <laughs> the, the master creator puts it all together. Sure. And, and I'm not trying to, you know, like a Rubik's Cube, trying to put all the, you know, put everything in alignment. But God, just being obedient to his word, just being obedient to who he is and what he's called me to do, that to just continue on my assignment brings perfect alignment. Yes. It, and it may not happen next year or five years. Here, 18 years, 19 years later, we are walking in a place and a plan. And I think it's interesting. So you said remind you about that alignment and connections. <laughs> Talk to me. What, what are you feeling in your heart? So I, I, I think there's a difference. <clears throat> Talk to me. And I think that, I think that, that it's, in the church world, we like to say, you know, get connected with God. Yeah. Right? So, uh, but I learned something about this. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you go to a different country, right? Uh, my hair dryer, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but I use a hair dryer. Um, <laughs> My hair dryer has a plug on it, okay? If I go to Africa, right. if I go to Portugal, they have plugs also, Yeah. okay? Actually, they have outlets, okay? So my plug and their outlets. Now, yeah. I have outlets at home. I take my plug yeah. and I put it in the outlet. Right. Easy cheesy, right? Connection. Connection. So... If I do that in Africa, if I take my, if I take, if I take You're my hair dryer, <laughs> first of all, uh, as we all know here in, in America, um, the plugs on our appliances are two flat posts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, depending on what country you're in, it could be two round posts. It could be two flat posts that are at an angle. Yeah. Um, so in order for me to get connected, I would have to really force my plug into that outlet. Yeah. Now, would I receive power at that point? Probably. <laughs> would I be able to handle that power? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> <laughs> but they have these things when you travel yeah. that are called adapters. Yeah. Now the adapter it's good. Now the adapter takes what I have and aligns it with what they have. Right. It's good. I said something just then. Yeah, you did. So we, we talk about connection. We talk about connection. Um, you live in Midland, Texas. I live in Oklahoma City. Yeah. There's an obvious connection with us, like spiritual connection. Yeah. But we are in two different ministries. Yeah. We deal with two different people. Um, we deal with uh, different backgrounds, we differ, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so in order for me to, to, to say that I'm 100% connected with you, I, I, that's not a true statement. Right. Okay? That could never really be a true statement. Right. But as I come down here as a visitor and I come down here as a guest, God can be that adapter yeah, where me and you are now aligned through him. It's so good. And he takes the different power yeah. and makes it better, makes it aligned, makes it so that my hair dryer doesn't blow up and I don't <laughs> light my hair on fire. Um, 
which would be devastating. Um, <laughs> but I think I think people, I think for a long time I was looking for a connection, and I was wondering why my plug wouldn't work with everybody's outlet because I was trying to do it myself. I was going to other men of God and being like, well, I want to be a part of your ministry. I want to do this. But I was doing it because I wanted to hear, I accept you. Yeah. I wanted to feel you're a part of this now. It's so good. And I was using the wrong, the wrong appliances. Sure. Until I let God, until, okay, you talked about five-year plan, right? Yeah. Don't have one. I know that goes against. <laughs> right. <laughs> brother Maxwell, brother, everybody that's wrote a book on, on, on Christian leadership, leadership or yeah. anybody. It goes exactly. against everything because they're like, get, you need to get a plan. I don't, ha- I don't have a plan. And I've learned, I, this is something very important to me. Now, maybe just for me, okay? But I think it may be uh, vital to you too. If I can get through today, if I can be obedient today. So, some people ask me, how, how are you doing? Right? right? So I can't tell you into this existential answer of my whole life and and all that stuff because that's what you're really asking me but i can tell you today yeah. i'm doing great yeah. i might have a rough day tomorrow right i may have just come out of a rough day yeah i don't need to tell you about that right but my truth can be yeah that today i'm doing good it's so good and i've dealt with mental health issues i've dealt with anxiety and depression and stuff like that and 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 so my truth has become today right now I'm doing good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm doing really good today. That's so and so it, it's that, not necessarily the connection, it's the alignment. Yeah. It, when I align myself with God, right? Yeah. When I align myself with that, man, he takes care of the connection. Wow. I didn't have to, for, I didn't have to seek you out. Right. In fact, to be completely respectful, you were not on my radar at all. Right. Like, I didn't know we'd be friends. I didn't, I didn't know that I needed to be your friend. I didn't know right. that I'd be at your church. Right. It was not on my radar. Yeah. But that, was me, that would have been me seeking out connection. Yeah. And I just released myself into alignment. Come on. I said, God, you align me however you want. Wow. You, you be the adapter between me, <coughs> me and whoever else you want me to be right. with. But you have to be the adapter because we may not necessarily be in the same place. But with you as as an alignment, then we're on the same page. Yeah, we are. So that's the difference to me. That's so good. That's really good. You know, I want to encourage you as you're watching this and you're listening to us talk. Where where are you finding yourself in our story? Because we all have a story. We all have things that we've been through, and we're not here on the other side of the cameras thinking that we've all got it put together, and, you know, we're without, you know, we, we don't have to go through challenges and, and battles because we, we do. Uh, but we are here because we have gone through some challenges. We have gone through some battles, and, and we've understood the power of being in alignment and allowing the Holy Spirit and Jesus being that, that the bridge so we can connect. And so I just, wherever you're at today, family, church, uh, where are you? Are you waffling? 
on between two decisions? Joshua says, as for me and my house, we're going to serve God. And James said, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And so we understand that if Joshua is pulling his family towards doing it right because it's right and doing it right with all of his might, and then James is saying, be careful, don't be double-minded, that, that we, can, we can lose connection, we can lose alignment, we can get out of God's will and plan for our lives. You know, there are no individual successes. I mean, I, I have moments in my life, but I'm, I'm, I'm not here based on Jeremy Sutton's success. I'm only in this place because God's hand has been upon my life. Yes. And, and he, he's been so gracious to me, gave me a great wife and great children and a great church to pastor and and, and, and I'm telling you, those are, it's only by his hand. It's only by his love and his grace. And his, those, those things in my life, I've recognized I am nothing without him. Amen. And, and so the, uh, the encouragement for you is to find that place. I, I know we get a lot of calls from people that are watching GLC, even our church personally, from you that are watching and you may be on the, other, on the other end of this say, how can I get connected? How do I find an alignment? You've got to be led by the Spirit of God. They, uh, I believe it's over in John where it says, they that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Maybe that's Romans, over in Romans. And so you've got to find that place where God's leading you and guiding you and directing we all have testimonies. Thomas's testimony, it was one way at the house, another way at the church house. I had the same similar testimony. It was one way at home, beautiful at church. And uh, <clears throat> where I, where I kind of came to a place was I didn't like the, the people that said they loved God. Uh, where were they at when, when they walked out of the church house and they were meaner and junkyard dogs, man? And so I just, that was the, something I had to work through, uh, even as a son, and I know you had to work through that as well. Uh, you're, you're watching today. Thank you for tuning in to Light of the Southwest. It's an honor and a privilege. Today we want to give you an opportunity to so into the ministry here at GLC. Here, this, this program goes forth and it goes to all of our transponders and, and all throughout the West Texas area, even into New Mexico and Oklahoma. What a, what a spectacular ministry this is. So we want to give you an opportunity to sow on the screen that's in, that you're looking at. You, there are going to be a, there's going to be a way for you to give, and they're going to you go to GLC uh, GLCTV.tv and go on their on the website and just whatever the Lord's leading you to do, would you sow a seed? We would be so honored that you would. You know, you're sowing into good soil. I never thought in a million years that. 
television was that big of a deal. I never thought in a million years that I would be sitting on this side of the desk uh, talking to viewers all, just like you all across this region. And I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you. God's not dead. God is alive. He's alive and well, and he's moving. And we want to get behind what God is doing. If you're being ministered to, if you're being uh, encouraged by the ministry of GLC, Light of the S Southwest, this program, I want to encourage you to sow a financial seed. Praise the Lord. Father, right now as you are dealing with the families, dealing with that person to sow, Father, I just pray that your, your blessing comes upon them. Lord, you said in your word that it shall be given back to them, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And Father God, you, you would just pour out this blessing upon us that we have not enough room to receive it all. And so we're blessed to be a blessing, Father God. It's, it's not my hands that got me this wealth. It's, no, you put, your, you, you put your ability upon my ability. You put your, your, your spirit within me so I could be a blessing to the body of Christ. Amen, amen. Thank you for your love gift. We've got a few more minutes here. Uh, what, what's going on in your life now? Where are you at? What's, what's, what's happening with you and your family, you and your wife, and where's the Lord taking you? And we'll go from there. We are, it sounds like a cliche, but we're very busy. Yeah. Uh, things with Lowe's, very busy. Yeah. Uh, my wife works in the medical field uh, with uh, credentialing and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff with doctors and hospitals, so she's very busy. Um, but thank God. Yeah. Thank God. God is taking care of us. Um, but we both have realized uh, that our that we have a ministry there. So we're excited about that. Yeah. Uh, my wife has a bunch of people that she's over, and, and they're able to come to her and, and ask for prayer. And, and, <laughs> and she's a great boss, but she's also a great listener yeah. and a great minister in the marketplace. And, uh, you know, I think, I think one of the biggest things that I think that I feel and I see not only at Lowe's but hearing stories from my wife and and seeing what's going on is that the people out there just looking for a connection yeah. looking for that alignment yeah. and wanting to be plugged into something yeah. uh, and they don't know what churches burn them yeah. uh, governments burn them the world has burned them yeah. every decision they made to, to join up with this person they burn them best friends have burned them families burn them yeah. and man if that's you I, I just I would just encourage you uh, to find that peace in God again, uh, because as, mu as many as many of you think that you've been hurt by church, you've never been hurt by God. I guarantee it. He's always there, and He's always been there for you. And so uh, I just want to encourage you. Listen, uh, you're you're saying I, I don't ever want to go back to church again. That's fine. Connect or align yourself with another believer. Yeah. Meet at their house. Have yeah. coffee. You know, some of the best ministry times that I've been a part of are, have been in the local coffee shop, yeah. a restaurant. Who doesn't like to eat? I mean, look at me. So <laughs> go right. eat with somebody. Go fellowship with somebody. That you, It doesn't have to be in the four walls of the church. Now, I know pastors out there are going, what, you, what are you saying? Yeah. Listen, it's, it's, we, we won't ever get them in to stay right. if we don't show them we're, we are just as broken yeah. and just as healed and just as restored 
as they need to be. And, so, and then they'll come in. Yeah. You know, that that's a beautiful, beautiful representation of who Jesus is. Yes. He takes the broken. He takes your little and makes much. Did he go to church? Absolutely. Yeah. We see that in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. Paul talked about it. Exactly. But 90% of the time that we read stories about Jesus, he was out in the marketplace. Out in the marketplace. He was out hanging out with people. So good. Hang out with somebody. That's so good. That's so good. Praise the Lord. Uh, you know, those of you that are watching, I want to just give you an opportunity just to reflect on what we've talked about today. If you need prayer for anything, you can certainly call us at Lifehouse Fellowship. You can call our, you can call our church line at 262-5433. Or you can call here, someone will pray for you. We just want you to know that you're cared for. We want you to know that you're on our hearts and our minds. And, and in that, God wants to get you in alignment. And maybe you're right here listening. You're, you're, you've been watching us, and maybe you're just, uh, let's see what these two got to say. You, you know. And it's always about, I, I've, you know, Brother Thomas, I came out of that that kind of legalistic do, do, do. Uh, look to the ant, you sluggard. <coughs> work, work, work. Uh, performance um, based. And I believe there's people that have been burnt. Like you, you hit the nail on the head. There have been people that have been burned in church. They're just kind of at this place and they, they're questioning whether they won't even want to be a part of the body of Christ or not. They love Jesus, but they don't like people, you know. And, and, and I want to say to you, uh, welcome, join the club. I mean, that's just the way it happens sometimes. Uh, but you have to transfer your trust. And you take the expectation off of people. And you put it back where it belongs, at the foot of the cross. And every expectation, every... Everything goes to him and it flows through him. And you're here and you've been, and I just really feel like this is an, an impression in my heart to, to help you. You've been hurt. And the Lord wants to restore you today. The Lord wants to heal you. Because that's who he is. That's what he does. He says, I got water that you'll never thirst again. And, and maybe you've been pulling water out of, wells that weren't his and, and it's left you thirsty you, you've been wanting and desiring God to to come again he's got water for you and he's the one that can restore he's the one that can heal he's the one that can turn a bad situation into a really good situation he could take your he could take your mess and and, and turn it into something beautiful uh, my life, some of my testimony is several years ago, I got sued. Uh, sued by someone very close to me, my father. And the, the amount was not the issue, though it was very big. It was a mountain. Uh, I never thought I'd be in a place where I, I was in a fight, you know, I didn't 
I didn't create the fight. The fight came after me. And, uh, and, in, the, and in that battle and in that time, I mean, I was so hurt. How could my father do that? Sue me. Even at, right after a big victory. And it's usually right after a big victory, a big celebration, that the enemy says, oh, yeah, let's try to rob you of your joy. And, and I remember having these moments where, you know, my, my emotions were being swayed. You know, you go from, I want to kill the guy to, golly, he needs some real help, you know. And, and, and so I was feeling a little bit of guilt and shame and condemnation because my thought life wasn't, I was going, you know, to places there that I shouldn't have gone. But uh, I had a dream, and it was, we was leading up to uh, a place in, in uh the, the lawsuit that came where I was going to have to face him. And, and, and as any natural son would do, um, and we're talking about connections, and we're talking about being in right alignment. And, and God wants to get you in the right place at the right time. And when you're seeking him, he'll always show you the way to be in perfect alignment. And, and, uh, and I remember... Leading up to this one thing I was, I was having to do, and I had two dreams back to back, and they were exact dreams. They were like to the point. This is what you do. This is what you say, and, and this is how you go about when you go see your dad. And I was like, okay. And, and so I called my uncle, and I said, I've had two dreams. He said, tell them to me. And I told him, he said, those are right. Those were righteous, and those are holy dreams. But he gave me some guardrails. He said, Jeremy, if this happens, then do this. If this doesn't happen, don't worry about it. Da, da, da. He's, he said, he's probably going to do this, this, and this. And if he does, you, you just say what you need to say, and you get up and you leave. He gave me some guardrails. You know, and we all need guardrails. And I remember, I remember taking this, and, and we're sitting down, and I look, I look my father in the face, and, and and I said, I said, Dad, I, my first inkling as a son was to get up and run over and give you a big old hug because that's what sons and fathers do. Uh, but I couldn't do that. And I hate that this attack came. But I want you to know I'm not mad. And I want you to know today that I forgive you. And if I've done anything to harm you or hurt you, I ask you to forgive me. And I realize today may be the last day I see you. But I want you to know I love you. And as I got, he said a few things, and it was exactly what my uncle said he would say. He said, Jeremy, just say, I love you, get up and walk out. And that's exactly what I did. And I'll never forget walking out of that room and going and seeing my wife. I bawled like a baby because I, I, uh, I recognized and realized that was God not only bringing restoration to, trying to bring restoration to that relationship, but God was healing my heart. And a lot of people would say, you did that? You are nuts yeah. for, you know, trying to bridge that after your dad did that to you? Yeah, he did that to me. 
And, and, and I, I go back and I think, I think about those dreams and how those, those wisdoms and those, that counsel that came, that was all God's alignment in my life to help me in a season I was in. And I think about how many people are watching this television show right here, right now. You, God's been trying to give you some, some downloads from heaven. He's been trying to prophetically speak into your life. He's been trying to, to, to minister to you through dreams and, and visions and, and, and bring and build hope in you, but you've been rejecting it. And I'm here to tell you that it's never too late to do it God's way. Never too late to do it God's way. If you'll obey, you know, I was taught this as a young man. There's no other way but to obey. And when I started having children myself, Brother Thomas, the thing I told my children, there's no other way but to obey. Right. And uh, that, you know, even today, they'll say it to their kids. I hear it all the time. It's funny. But I'm here to tell you, friends, there's no other way but to obey. <clears throat> Connections, alignment. God wants to get you from point A to B to C. He wants to move you to, through purpose. But the only way you can do that is by laying down the sword, saying, I, I'm going to choose to do it God's way. And if you'll obey that prompting, if you'll obey that leading, God will take you on this beautiful journey, on this beautiful, since that day, God has restored me personally, our family, our, my immediate family. God has navigated us through waters that I had no idea I would need navigation. But I believe because I obeyed in that one hard thing, one difficult time, that God just said, oh, I could trust this. I could trust this man on his process, in his process with me. And that doesn't mean I, I haven't had to have moments in my life where I haven't, oh, that was just it. I don't have to obey no more. No, no, no. I got to continually obey, but it's brought me out to this beautiful place in him. God is on the move, and he's on the move, and he's taking us with him through uh, Connections, divine connections, and alignment through the spirit of, I believe, what you need to hear is forgiveness. Some of you right now, you need to just say, I forgive. That's good. I forgive. You want to be in divine, divine alignment, divine connecting? The only way you can do that is through forgiveness. You know, Jesus prayed the prayer forgive us as we forgive those that trespass against us and that that is a powerful prayer to pray and that forgiveness will lead you to uh, I believe the best the best part of your life I was I was young now I'm getting closer to old <laughs> I'm not old yet no no no, no. but I'm, I'm on my journey yeah and and I could say this without a shadow of a doubt, Pastor Thomas. God's been so good to me. Yes. He's done better for me than I could ever do for myself. Would you just, 
So, you know, we have the little time we have. We have a couple minutes. And, and so I'm going to do something that is a big no-no for television and radio. And, and this is what it is. I want you to be quiet for just a second. Uh, it may be a little awkward for just a couple seconds here. Yeah. But uh, I just want you to settle yourself wherever you are. Uh, living room, if you're watching this on your iPad, in a, like you said, in the hotel room where you're traveling or whatever, just do me a favor and just, just shh for just a second. Okay? And we've talked about alignment. We've talked about connection. Pastor Jeremy just talked about forgiveness. Uh, oftentimes, in order for you to forgive somebody else, you have to forgive yourself first uh, for having dark thoughts, for having, uh, for having you know, uh, uh, low self-esteem to the point where you only believe the worst things about yourself. So, yeah. so, so maybe you need to forgive yourself first. Let's start there. Um, so, so do me a favor. Settle. Just be quiet for just a second. Let, let your inner heart, let God talk to that inner part of you and show you that thing inside of you that you can let go right now. Yeah. Whether it's hurt from a loved one or a, a, a broken marriage or a broken family, uh, let's, let's ask God to take that right now, okay? In the next couple of seconds. Uh, here's what I want you to do at your place. I just want you to settle yourself. And if you would, just repeat after me, okay? Right where you are, say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for your son, Jesus. I thank you for your son, Jesus. I know he died on the cross for me. I know he died on the cross for me. And I know that I've been a sinner. I know I've been a sinner. But from this day forward, from this day forward, I want to change. I want to change. And I want to live for you. I don't want to live in hatred. I don't want to live in hatred. I don't want to live in hurt. I don't want to live in hurt. I want you to forgive me. I want you to forgive me. And I want you to give me the strength. I want you to give me the strength. To forgive myself. To forgive myself. I release myself to you. I release myself to you. And I call you my savior. And I call you my savior. In your name. In your name. Amen. Amen. Brother Thomas, thank you for your time today. Thanks for having me. Praise God. Those of you that have been watching, thank you for tuning in. It's such an honor and a privilege for you to come into, uh, just listen with us. What a, what a privilege it is to come into your homes. We don't take this lightly. And we end this by saying, great days are here and greater days are ahead. God bless you. <laughs>